Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, June. I was going to say April. June 26, 2020. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. But stick around. You might learn something new. Hello, everyone. What's up? Happy Friday. I know I said I was going to be more consistent, but I didn't release on Tuesday. Why didn't you release on Tuesday, JC? Oh, it's because I was in a food coma. Food comatosis. Is that, is that correct? Is that, is that the correct terminology? Food coma. Because I ate so much food. Okay, so here's this, here's the what happened. All right, friends. My friend Reese, who owns, by the way, the Instagram, uh, the foodie station. So if you don't know, if you never heard it, they have like 40,000 followers. Insane. I don't know actually, but it's a lot. The foodie station. Go check it out. Anyway, Reese, uh, she, she came over. She brought over a lot of food that was sent over to her. And, uh, pretty much we just, devoured that shit oh my goodness i where do i start where do i start man uh, we had these bratwurst like sausage german sausages i forgot from where i'm sorry i forgot from where but hold on i listed the rest so that i know you'd be like jc you're telling us all this good food but you don't even remember okay so here's what happened i ordered finally from rika g's friend the ice cream woman on instagram the ice cream woman i got their oreo and i got their avocado it comes in those little tupperware you know that tupperware shit that you get when you you know when you buy from you know food delivery services blah 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 yo it's pretty good man uh, the avocado was oh amazing it was like because it's homemade ice cream so it has like a it melts faster i guess i don't know for me i feel like it melted faster uh, and it's a, li- a little bit more creamy I'm not sure what how to make. I actually I don't even know what the process of making ice cream is, but whatever it is, it, it's a lot different from you know your store bought ice cream, which I like as well. But oh, the avocado was good. The Oreo actually I finished first though. I guess because the Oreo, uh, the, the avocado, it's a stronger flavor, so I don't think I could finish a whole thing in one sitting because it's kind of, I, I I would say nakaka umay, but yeah yeah nakaka umay, but it's really good if that makes sense. Does that make sense? The Oreo is easier to kind of like for your palate. Whoa, your palate. What the hell am I talking about? I don't know what I'm talking about. But it was good. The ice cream woman was great. Uh, so that, that was one thing. We had pizza from this place called 30 Charlie Kitchen. 30, the number 30, Charlie Kitchen. Uh, it was like a four cheese blend and then a, a prosciutto one. The prosciutto one was really, really good. It was thin sliced pizza. You can find them on, uh, I just, I think, search 30 Charlie Kitchen on Instagram. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Would I get it again? Yeah, I probably would, but, uh, TBH, TBH, there are other pizza places I'd probably get from first. But if it's available and it's like convenient for me, yeah, for sure, for sure. So there was that. There was pizza. Uh, I also had these cookies. Okay. These cookies. There, there's two. There's chocolate chip, which is all right. Is all right. But then there was this um, oatmeal raisin, which is my favorite cookie flavor of all time, by the way, if you didn't know that, oatmeal raisin. 
from this place called Philo and Sophie, P-H-I-L-O, and then and, A-N-D, Sophie, S-O-P-H-I-E. Oh my gracious, those were good. Like this is, these cookies I would buy again. These cookies I would buy again. Uh, the, the, the oatmeal raisin. Oh, there's this thing there. Cause I, I remember in my childhood, like when I was maybe 10, 11, 12, I would, va- I would vacation in my, with my cousins in this, in Guam, Guam. Yeah. And my cousins went to, I think a Catholic school and the nuns there, the nuns there baked amazing cookies. Yeah, they sold it at like those garage sales. I don't know what else they did. Uh, but yeah, they, they sold these cookies. And I remember my auntie bought a whole tin. Alam yung tin ng ano? That big square rectangle, or square tin of like sky flakes. But they sold it cookies in there. Like it was, it was full of cookies. I remember my fat ass, cause I was, you know, super obese kid. I finished almost all the cookies in that tin in like a day. It was bananas. Ah, good times, good times. But yeah, Philo and Sophie, those cookies are great. Also had this this yogurt drink. It's not milk tea. It's like a yogurt smoothie thing from this place called Yomi. Y-O-M-I-E. It was all right. Uh, it, it was pretty good. Would I look for it again? Maybe not. But if someone offers it to me, I'll take it. I'll take it. They had a, a variety of flavors. I liked it. But it's not it's not something I would go out of my way to buy or order during this quarantine at least but it's worth a shot you know worth one try if you're into yogurt good stuff yomi and the last thing i got was some beef tapa from andre ko if you don't know andre ko he was a former dj at rx hindi kami nagkasabay sa station we we didn't work together oh shit that's ria rams right there that's my partner i'm actually i'm at work right now i'm supposed to be at work right now we're doing remote radio She's talking in the mic. Okay, there we go. Shut up, Ria. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, Andre Ko, former DJ at RX. Uh, he is a events host. He's on O Shopping right now as well, and he's selling uh, beef tapa. I think the name of his tapa, I guess, company is Tapako. T A P A C O. But I don't think they have an Instagram. I'm not sure. But if you want to order from, I highly. This is like my recommendation for all of you out there. It's uh, go to Instagram, type in M A N dot D R E. So man Dre. M A N dot D R E. Send him a DM, just say you want to order some beef tapa. Say that you heard it from my podcast. Boom. You don't get a discount. It just makes me feel good. <laughs> it's good. It's it's two hundred pesos for five hundred grams, which is good for what? Two people? Maybe, you know, three if you're small. I finished the, the I ordered six I ordered one point five kilos, so I ordered six hundred pesos worth. And I finished it in in one day. <laughs> I finished it yesterday, uh, or no, no, a few days ago rather. Yeah, man, that's the that's the food that I ate this 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 past uh, week. That's why I didn't record on Tuesday because I was in a state of uh, where you know where you kind of you're lying down and you're debating why you just did what you did to your own body. It's kind of like after it's kind of like after uh, masturbating, right? After not doing it for a long time, and you're trying not to, and then you do it, you break your streak. <laughs> you just feel like shit after. You're like, it feels so good, right? And then you're like, oh my god, I can't believe I. Where's the willpower? Where was it? Non-existent, man. So yeah, that was the food that I ate. Okay, okay, moving on. Uh, since Reese was here and we were eating, we decided to watch a couple movies. 
We watched uh, Bumblebee again. I rewatched it. It was Reese's first time. The one with Haley Steinfeld. Great movie. If you haven't seen it, I really liked it. Probably the second best Transformer movie next to the first Transformers with Shia LaBeoufies. Um, uh, but the other movie we watched uh, for the first time, both of us, was Midsommar. Oh, let me tell you about that fucking movie, man. Midsommar is like artsy, disgusting crap. I don't even know how to explain it. Like it's one of those movies that you after you watch it, you you're left thinking, "What the hell did I just watch?" And then you say to yourself, "I'm never going to watch this again." However, you would like to watch it with someone else just to see just so that you can fuck them up as well. That's what Midsommar is. It's like that movie, what's that movie? A Serbian Serbian movie or Serbian film? A Serbian film. It's like that. It it it's just it's just not a it just fucks with your brain. And you're like, why why is this even who came up with this fucking idea? The director, his name is Ari Aster. Supposedly, supposedly, it's kinda like it was inspired by a breakup. And I could understand why, but dude, that movie is 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 something else, man. Like it's very well shot, huh? The shots are are really good. The shots are are I would even venture to say very artistic and and beautiful. But oh, dude, I don't want to spoil anything. It's just it's really fucked up, man. It's a fucked up movie. There's there's a lot. It's it's really grotesque. It's really gruesome too. It's really gross. Uh, the storyline itself was well, kind of basic, if you ask. I, I mean, it's you know how I was expecting because Rika, uh, you know, was telling me about Midsommar. She was saying it's kind of like a mind fuck thing. I don't think it's a mind fuck. It's not like Shutter Island where where you can where where there's like an open ended uh, you know interpretation, or it's not like Inception, even though that's not a well, yeah, I guess Inception wouldn't be kind of a mind fuck. It's not a mind fuck horror though, but it's kind of like that. It, it's not like that. Midsommar is not like that. It it's more just the storyline is very basic. It's about the this this group of people and they just do uh weird 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 things. There's nothing supernatural about it. It's kinda I would say it's like a mix of get out. Like in terms of in terms of the storyline. It's a mix of get out and uh I don't know, some some movie with cults in it. I think I can't think of any right now. Kind of like that. It's kind of like that, with more white people than Get Out. It's just it's all white people. No, no, there's one. Oh, Chidi is in it. If you watch The Good Place, Chidi, Chini, Chidi Anagonia. I don't know the name of the actor. He's in it. He's in it. But it was uh it was it was a it was an experience. That's why that's what I'm gonna say. So, JC, tell us, do you recommend it? That's all we are here to. That's all we want to hear you say, JC. Um, no, I do not recommend it. However, if you want to just get on that train like, yeah, I watched something fucked up and now I know what people are talking about when they talk about it. Yeah, I guess you could watch it. Maybe watch it with some friends. It's fucking long. It's like a three hour long movie. Uh, I actually kind of fell asleep for like five minutes in the start because it was so slow. But yeah, I wouldn't recommend it unless you want to just be on that. I watched that movie and it sucked. Oh, there's Rhea again. Hello. Um, yeah, Midsommar. Uh, in lighter, in lighter, lighter, uh, viewing, viewing pleasures that I've watched. Oh, there's a fantastic show on Netflix, guys. It's a, it's an improv show starring, uh, Thomas Middleditch and Ben Schwartz. I think it's Thomas. 
the guy from Silicon Valley and Ben Schwartz, the guy from Parks and Rec. It's called uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz, and it's just those two guys. The and they're doing improv. So they they at the start of the show they ask an audience member to give them like you know a scenario. The first episode is so good. It's about a wedding. I'm not gonna spoil it, but they they just reenact. They they no no they act out a whole scene based on like the information that they get from that audience member from the start. It's such a good show. Go watch it. It's so funny and it's so impressive. And it makes me wish that I was that witty. Like I was thinking, you know, I was trying to play along with the when they were doing it. Like, what would I say in this scenario? It's really good. Uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz. It's I don't know why they couldn't come up with a ba- a better name because that those those names are so hard to spell, especially Middle Ditch. I don't even know how many D's are are in that Middle Ditch. It's like three, four. I don't know. Just Google it. You'll you'll find it. Middle Ditch and Schwartz. It it's a great great show on Netflix. And another thing that I watched, I actually, last night, I rewatched the Mighty Ducks series. Not the first one, because that one sucks, but Mighty Ducks 2 and Mighty Ducks 3. So good. It's so good, but when you watch it as an adult, you just kind of, you realize how ridiculous some of the things that are happening. And Okay, in I'm gonna go on a tangent on Mighty Ducks for maybe like ten minutes right now, okay? Because I'm really, I really like that movie. So if you don't know anything about Mighty Ducks, you're probably gonna get bored. So you could probably just stop this now. But if you haven't seen Mighty Ducks, it's a team. It's a movie about a hockey team, okay? A hockey team. So in Mighty Ducks two, it it uh, the Mighty Ducks become Team USA. Team USA. So they're going to represent the US Team USA at like the Junior Goodwill Games, which is cool, right? However, it doesn't make sense because Team USA is supposed to be comprised of the best players, young players of all around the United States, right? But what they did was they got most of the Mighty Ducks, which are all from they're all from Minnesota. And, you know, the the Mighty Ducks, if you watch the movie, they're like a ragtag bunch of players. They're not they're good, but there there's better players out there. You know, like Adam Banks is the only, probably the only one that probably would make Team USA. I know. See, you don't know who I'm talking about, right? If you haven't watched it. But Banks is the only one that would probably make Team U- Team USA, like, out of all the Mighty Ducks. And then they add five new ducks, which are from all over the country. So there's a guy from Texas. Uh, I think I forgot his name. Dwayne, I think. Then there's Kenny Wu, the, the figure skater guy. There's Julie the cat. Oh, she's, she's so, such a, such a babe. Um, there's the Bash brother, Fulton. And, um, fuck. Oh, Luis Mendoza, right? The, the fast guy who can't stop. So these guys who, so you add Luis Mendoza, for example, who's fast as fuck on the ice, but he can't stop. He would never make Team USA. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, the reality of it, it's not, it's a Disney movie, but it just kind of makes you like, if you, if you're an adult, you're like, that's kind of stupid. And what's even more dumb is, is, <laughs> I know, I know I'm hating on this movie, but I love this movie. I'm just kind of pointing out the things that I noticed. Rewatching it. Also, I paused the movie. You know how in the in Mighty Ducks two, there's there's like little uh, cut out cut cutaways where they show Team uh, no, Team USA beats Italy. It's like in a newspaper clipping. I paused it because I wanted to see if the writing in the article next to the picture related to it. It didn't. It didn't have anything to do with hockey. So they just took like I guess a random newspaper and then put the picture on top of it. So I, that was that was cool. <laughs> Uh, and then there's more. I mean, in, in Mighty Ducks 3, there's the whole, like, their hockey's such a big deal. I mean, not that hockey is not a big deal, but it's just, they're, it's so weird that they take it so seriously. 
like the JV team and the varsity team, and they have their own quarters. And then they, there's like a there's like a what do you call it? Like a, a board meeting, a hearing, and then everyone in the school is there for whatever reason. And all the this is so it's so ridiculous. Oh, also Keenan, Keenan, right? Keenan's character Russ. He's he's in the second movie. He gets picked up. He's a street hockey player, and they they need to fill one slot. And then Charlie's is like, "Hey, let's get Keenan. Let's get Russ." And then Coach Bombay's like, "Okay." So they didn't even have to screen this guy to make TMUSA. It's kind of ridiculous. He's the one with the knuckle puck. All right, I'm done talking about Mighty Ducks, guys. Oh, one more thing, the Gunner, Gunner, the Team Iceland guy named Gunner in Mighty Ducks Two is the goalie named Scooter in Mighty Ducks 3. And they're pretty big characters, so they just got the same actor. <laughs> Mighty Ducks, fantastic movie. Go watch that shit. It's it's good, man. It's good. Mighty Ducks 2, Mighty Ducks 3. Don't You can skip Mighty Ducks 1. That movie's basura. <sighs> Have I lost you guys? Have I lost all of you? Do any of you watch Mighty Ducks? If you don't, I don't know why you're still around. Thank you for listening to my Mighty Ducks uh, fanboying right there. Okay. Moving on, moving on. What did I want to talk about? Oh, The Undertaker supposedly retired from the wrestling world. Uh, I remember growing up with The Undertaker. I didn't watch WWF. It was WWF before. WWF and then now WWE religiously. But I do recall Undertaker. I remember his brother Kane, of course. The Rock was still active, Triple H. So The Undertaker retiring, man. That's kind of like, you know, like Kobe retiring, right? Or, or, you know, Jordan. I don't know if Undertaker is the best wrestler of all time or the most popular. But he's up there. He's probably in the, you know, the Mount Rushmore of wrestlers. Undertaker, I would say Undertaker is probably in the top five. I don't know about the current wrestlers now, but you would have to put Undertaker there. I just think he's so iconic. So he retired from wrestling, which is kind of a bummer. But that... What what are your memories about? Do you guys know anything about wrestling? I, I barely know anything, but I remember The Undertaker... And he had, it was crazy. That tombstone, the tombstone finisher. Oh, shit is dope, man. Shit is dope. Oh, by the way, you guys should check out Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. They 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 know they know everything about wrestling. Just part of Podcast Network Asia. Whoa, shameless plug. Okay. Uh, what else did I? I wrote that down, and I thought I would have a lot more to say, but I really don't have anything. I don't know much about wrestling, so I don't want to bullshit you for longer than I should. Anupaba. Oh, okay. Here's something. Here's something more on a serious note. Boys and girls, I used uh, I wa- I watched this um, Call of Duty Warzone streamer named Thin T H I N N D, and I was sad to hear that he was actually called out on Twitter by his ex girlfriend for being you know kind of a uh, lying piece of shit guy. I don't think rape, but it was kind of like. I don't know if it was sexual assault or just like gaslighting or just being an asshole. So he got called out. So, you know, he got suspended by Facebook gaming. They suspended his thing. Uh, he got dropped by some, most, I think a lot of his sponsors. And I was really sad. I was bummed because A, I, I was, I was kind of bummed that he's, he's that kind of person. Like he's a piece of shit guy. And B, uh, the call out culture is, is added again, man. I mean, did he deserve to be called out? Probably, probably, but could it have been dealt with in private? Probably, probably. I don't know the whole story. Uh, he also put out a statement, which was kind of a whack statement, by the way. But if if ever any of, of you get called out for something, I hope that you address everything that you are, all the accusations made towards you. What 
what Finn did was that he he glossed over most of the accusations and didn't even acknowledge it. Maybe it was at advice of a lawyer. I don't know. Maybe it's better to not say anything. I don't. I'm not sure. But for me, if I was going to apologize for something, I would I would address everything that was accused of me whether it was tr- if it was true or not i would acknowledge it and then give my side of it and you know the, you know that saying right the, there's three sides to the story there's his story her story and the truth and we'll never know we'll never know the truth unless you know there's there's receipts or anything but it's hard i don't want to go into the whole like what what she said but basically she 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 had a pretty lengthy tweet like the tweet that can kind of you have a you can read it for longer like it's like a expanded tweet that you can read it's a whole it's a whole uh story and you know based on finn's response it seems like she's in the right i mean it seems like she what she was saying was pretty true because he didn't respond to all the other allegations so i'm kind of bummed i'm bummed that he's a piece of shit because i really enjoyed watching him and i really enjoyed like you know i thought he was like such a he seemed like such a cool guy but he's a dick and now i'm disappointed i you know i was really i really was disappointed because i haven't really had any uh, I wouldn't say I'm like he's not my idol or something, but the people that I look up to, the you know the the sports athletes, the movie stars, the ones that I look up to haven't been canceled. So this is like my first time for someone that I, I kind of like to get canceled because you know like you know if you talk about Kevin Spacey and all that stuff, I, I mean I liked them as actors before, but I didn't look up to them. But this is the first guy. If Vince Carter, my favorite basketball player, if Bill Burr, my favorite stand-up comedian and podcaster, if, uh, you know, Chris Pratt gets called out for something, then I'd be sad. But this is the first time. And so it, it was really kind of a bummer. And I found myself, you know, I found myself kind of, you know, if, since I, since I'm very honest on this podcast, I found myself trying to, uh, hoping, hoping that he was in the clear. And I don't know if that's a bad thing or not. I guess maybe it's human nature because I like the guy. I mean, I liked his stuff. I liked what he was putting out. Not that I was like negating what the victim had to say, but I was, I was trying to, in my mind, I was like, is all of this true? Uh, you know, is it possible that she's just doing this? In a sense, it was kind of like my mind was straying towards victim blaming, which is fucked up, right? You know, you're always supposed to side with the accuser in, in these cases for the most part, right? Because the, the, the amount of false accusations are very slim compared to real ones. So in my mind, I really, because I guess I, I respected this guy. So I saw him, I, I saw, you know, I, I, I spoke very highly of him when I would share him to my friends, like, oh, you should watch this guy. So my initial, my initial, uh, mindset was, you know, like, Fuck, man. Did he really do this? Is it possible? Is it possible that she's doing this? Is she saying this just for this? And I had to stop myself, you know, because I, you know, I don't want to lie to you and say that, oh, I fully, I fully took her side and I, I, I canceled Thin completely. No, I wanted to go through my thought process because I think it's important because that is the, that's the kind of the, I guess the, what do you call it? Systematic way that that it's ingrained in in i guess guys i i i maybe maybe it's just like why don't we believe immediately the girl because other cases right other cases i believe the girl all the time like i think oh this guy's a piece of shit like the 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 huling el bimbo shit right 
when she came out with her video, and I was like, ah, this guy's a piece of shit. But when it was someone that I, I kind of respected and looked up to, I, I had to kind of take that away. So I guess my, what I'm trying to say to all of you out there is if somebody you know, uh, gets canceled and you like this person, you respect this person, try to be more objective about it. Right? Don't, don't let your emotions get the best of you. So I think I was able to work that out and now, you know, I don't like Thind anymore. I, I'm not waiting for his stream. Unless he clears his name somehow, uh, I think I'm done with him as well. So I'm just kind of bummed that he's a piece of shit. Fuck, man. Everyone getting canceled. The Justin, oh, did you read about the Justin Bieber one? He, he got accused and he came out with receipts, boy. Like receipts negating almost all the accusations. That's what I'm talking about. Like, he went step by step. He was very careful. He acknowledged all the accusations and he kind of gave rebuttals. Uh, this is a rare case though where he did have receipts. Can you imagine if he didn't have receipts? Blah, blah, blah. Harry Styles also got called out and they found out that the, the call out was using a picture that was from Google Images. So it was false. It's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But once again, it is a small percentage. Uh, fake accusations are just i think i i saw like a infographic it said like two percent maybe or five so it's very small so in these cases when people get called out try to side with the accuser but you know hear both sides of the story i guess i'm not saying okay maybe i shouldn't say try to side. you should probably you should probably the accuser is probably correct or or telling the truth that's what i'm trying to say anyway yeah that was the that's the serious part of this conversation, all right? I think we're done with serious because that's all I have, I think. Is that all that I fucking have? Have you guys listened to the latest Hala Hala show? It was pretty fun. I really like doing that one. Go check it out. Um, we're gonna record Hala Hala probably on Monday again. So that's coming out. Mix seventy five, I'm not sure. What else? Oh, I just won two games of Warzone today, so feeling good. Win number sixty nine and seventy. Is there anything else that I wanted to say to you guys and girls out there? Thank you to everyone who listened, by the way, to who listens to the podcast. That that's really cool. Um, Anubaba. Yeah, dude, I wrote. I I I felt I felt like I had more to say, but I think that's it, man. That's it. We're probably gonna talk. I know a lot of you are kind of interested in what we have to say about a few things. I forgot shit. Where is that, man? I wrote it down. JC Devez, why did you not fucking write it down? See, I have a lot of thoughts in my head, and then I forget it, and I say, you know, I'll remember it. And then when it comes to the, the time to remember it, I my memory's like, nope. See you later, buddy. <sighs> oh, I interviewed Chef Gene Gonzalez, by the way, yesterday. He's, he's a famous chef in the Philippines. You might have heard of him. Big deal. TBH, I never heard of him until I had to interview him, but uh, he's a big deal. He's kind of like Anthony Bourdain. He's the, the, the kitchen scoundrel. That's his kind of alias or his, his, what is it? Moniker? What, is, what the hell's a moniker? M-O-N-I-K-E-R. Moniker definition. Moniker definition. Uh, what is, what is it? Moniker. What does it mean? Why? Oh. It's not giving me a definition. What the fuck, man? A name or nickname. Here you go. So, yeah, so I guess it's his moniker, the kitchen scoundrel. Nice guy from Pampanga. He had a really great quote, actually. I think I fucking deleted. Oh, there. In food, there is in, there is unity and peace. You know, he's saying that food is like a common language. 
And it's a, you know, when you're at the dinner table, you know, you, you know if you put everything aside, politics, whatever, the food is the, the uniting factor there. So I really like that. So Chef Gene Gonzalez, cool dude. Yeah. That, that I think that that does it for the podcast, guys. Thank you, and I'm sorry that I didn't record on Tuesday. I will try again this Tuesday. I, I probably won't be in a food coma because I'm going to be eating clean. I've been he- eating clean for the last few days now to kind of offset the the damage that I did. You can follow me on Tevez of the Best. Did anyone message me on on um? Oh, you know what? Someone did message me, man. Someone did freaking message me, boy. Who was it? Um, but 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 uh, Chi. C-H-I messaged me on um, Instagram and said that they liked my podcast. Thank you very much for that. Uh, and I got something from Vincent who says, Hope I can catch up on all your podcast episodes. Thanks, Vincent. Appreciate it, man. Also to Dale who says that on the podcast where I did talk about hot sauce, he recommended Caramba Chili Rojo, which is good. I- I've had that before. He's good, man. Thank you for that recommendation. Yeah, man. Uh, oh, I just came from the grocery store. I just took a shower. Oh, that's what that's what I was going to say. I just took a shower. And I wanted to let you guys know that I have some conditioner that has been in my bathroom unopened for almost two years. So let's just go over it re- right now. Is it bad? I'm Googling it. To use expired conditioner. Conditioner. Oh, condoms is the suggestion here. Conditioner. Okay. Shampoo and conditioner from bustle.com. What the fuck is bustle.com? All right. Let me see. Let me see. Number. What the? Shampoo and conditioner. The FDA likes to make things complicated so they don't require that manufacturers label their product. Blah, blah, blah. Obviously, you don't want to use shampoo or conditioner that stinks or has a strange consistency, but mostly you can. But most can actually be considered bad before they present any... What? A good rule of thumb is to keep an open bottle for no more than 18 months. Oh. And an, and an unopened bottle for no more than three years. Okay, so I just opened it. So does that, does that make it okay? At the very least, expired shampoos and conditioners won't work the way they're supposed to, but you can also run the risk of spreading bacteria on your scalp. Oh. Oh. Oh, this the article titled Seven Household Items You Should Never Use past the expiration date okay i'm not gonna use that shit anymore (laughs) lesson learned so there you have it guys there you have it all right don't use expired conditioner holy shit have i been infecting my scalp i've only used it like since last week so there we go all right uh follow the podcast uh follow the podcast uh instagram to visit the best you can also follow my personal instagram at it's me jc Thank you to Podcast Network Asia. Check out their shows. Of course, Hala Hala Show is also part of them. A lot of fantastic shows. Go check out uh, their, our Instagram, Podcast Network Asia. There's there's a podcast for everything. If you're into finance, if you're into scary shit, like Midsommar, which is not scary. But uh, if you want to find uh, people, just girls talking, guys talking, guys laughing, guys guys fighting, there's, there's a lot of podcasts. Podcast Network Asia, all right? And we'll catch you all another time. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And I'll see you all. Say it with me. Later. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 